okay, go, go, go She always be talking like she know, know, know I told her don't ever leave me long, long, long I guess I'm accident, wrong, 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 wrong What's up? Welcome back to the Buzz Pod. I'm your host, Nico Blatchman. And joining us today is an absolute beauty. He was one of my vets during my first year, my first cup of coffee in junior hockey, actually. Um, I wasn't even the sheriff yet at the time. A Clark Cup champion, stud on and off the ice. Um, just finished at Western Michigan University, Lawton Cortnell. Welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me. Yo, did I get that right? That was your senior year, right? What was? The, the last year. Was your senior year of college? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah last year was my last. Yeah, I'm done. So you're graduated. You're done with that. No, So you're not doing any Zoom classes right now? No, dude. I yeah, finished up the uh, last couple classes this summer and all done with school. Thank God. No more tests. Oh my God! I mean, I see yeah. you. You're living the dream. I actually knew you. there's no way you've been doing Zoom classes because I've been just watching your life and just like loving it, man. Like probably one of the sicker movies I've seen is like watching your life. But uh, bro, talk to me about. I just saw on your Instagram video yesterday the fires were right next to you. Did you have to move or something? Uh, no. So the fires aren't like really close to me, but all the smoke from them is coming in. Like I'm I'm driving back. Uh, to the condo right now and I can't even see like 10 feet in front of me it's fucking brutal no way yeah yeah it's pretty bad like can't really even be outside right now because you just feel like you're smoking darts when you're outside it's that bad <laughs> bro can you talk about like where you usually stay in the summers I mean first actually before we get into that your dad um Russ has the absolute fucking sickest elite prospect prospect picture i've ever seen he has like a stri- <laughs> he, he's got like a black bucket with a white strap off chewing gum in like the classic la kings jersey it's incredible dude um so actually check it out i haven't seen that yeah you have to check that out i mean if that was my oh that's unreal but um so in those i don't know i think 1000 1,000, like around 1,300-ish games that he played in the National Hockey League. I might be taking some games away from him. He uh, played a lot with the great one, Wayne Gretzky. And uh, I see that you're always chilling with his family and stuff, and you guys are great family friends. I think you stay at his cottage or vice versa. But, dude, he's never in pictures. He's never in videos. Is he he just in hiding over there? Who, Wayne or my dad? Both of them, bro. Well, you're Wayne Moore, you all, you you throw your dad up sometimes, but Wayne Moore, and can you talk about like staying over there, or or is that your cottage or is that theirs? Uh, so we, yeah, so we're at uh, this place in Idaho. It's called Gaza Ranch, it's like a golf and lake club, and yeah, like like you said, like I kind of grew up um, near the Gretzkys, so we both our families are up here. They have. Um, their own cabin and we have our own place but we kind of spend the whole entire summers here it's a pretty sick spot um but yeah like yeah they're up here year, or all summer and 
became like really close with the kids, like Ty, uh, Trevor, and Tristan, and they all love to golf and have a good time. So, do any of those guys play hockey? Uh, no. Um, so Ty has his own hockey camp. He does the Gretzky Hockey School every summer. Um, yeah. And then Trevor is an actor, uh, and then Tristan's a golfer. He he plays at Pepperdine. He's he's, he's a fucking stick, dude. He's so good. And you golf with him? Yeah, yeah, we've been going every day, pretty much. You must you be a sick golfer now. I, yeah, I've seen that you're you're going a lot. What do you shoot? Um, like in the like low eighties. I've, I've been getting better. I shot like a seventy eight this summer. That's probably the best I've ever had. So I was pretty pumped about that. Yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. That's fucking sick. And uh, bro, you're born and raised in California, right? Like, kind of unusual for a hockey player. Yeah, I was born in L.A. and lived there uh, for most of my life. But, you know, like like you said, it's an unusual place. So when I was younger, I had to kind of move out early. And so I was on my own for, like, since I was, like, 14, I think. Yeah, but, um, like, what was it like to, to just grow? Dude, by the way, Cali is the one place that I like more than Miami. And that's because you got the beach. <laughs> and the mountains and also it's just so new like everything is so new like everything there looks like it was built the day before like or overnight when you wake up it's insane um so can you talk about like for me i mean when i leave home to go to a hockey team it's pretty like it's not tough i mean i love the game i'm sure you do too but going from miami to anywhere is tough and i think it's similar for Cali, so like we played together in Sioux Falls, you know, it's kind of a culture change or a lifestyle change. Can you talk about like, you know, going away from home and like your first couple of years? I don't know what was your first destination, but can you get into that and, and what the adjustment was like? Yeah, so like I said, I, I left when I was 14 and I went to an absolute shithole in uh, Saskatchewan. Um, <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> Yeah, so, it, yeah, like you said, it was definitely a culture shock. I mean, I grew up, like, 40 minutes from L.A., and it was a lot different. Like, we have no winters there, really, so, and then I went to, like, negative 40, and it was just, like, where did you fucking believe it. I didn't... Sorry, What's keep that? going. Sorry, keep going. Oh, I just, I couldn't, I didn't even realize, like, it could even fucking get that cold. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that, it's, well, it's, sorry, it's, bro, I gotta interrupt you, because I, I, I don't have it here. Where'd you play there? Uh, I went to Notre Dame. It's like a, it's like the Shattuck of Canada, I guess. It's, yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah. And how'd you like yeah, that though? It was good. I mean, like it was a lot different from where I grew up. But you know, you're just living with your team, and it's so that was kind of cool. I just like hanging out with the boys. It was my first taste of like, I mean, just like junior hockey. I guess it wasn't, but you know what I mean. Just yeah, Living absolutely. With the boys, like year round, it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely, I, bro. I gotta, I gotta call you out on this. I mean, I googled you, and uh, your, your LinkedIn is the first thing that pops up, and oh, uh, God. You, you, you're all suited up, looks sick, and but it says that your experience um, at Western Michigan University, like in maintenance, like you worked maintenance. Were you like? fixing shit between periods and stuff if something went wrong in the room or like what's that all about 
No, so I, I did business in college, and uh, one of our projects was we had to do a LinkedIn account. And all of these kids in the business college all done these, like, internships and all that. Like, and I never really had a job besides playing hockey. Um, but in the summer, all the, all the guys on our team, we work at these, like, maintenance shops. And it's, like, the easiest job in the world. You go, like, sweep up a room and collect a paycheck every week. So it's, yeah. it's not too bad. But <laughs> I had to put something down. <laughs> I've never had a job. So. So, so you're the maintenance guy at Western Michigan University. Like, that's kind of, like, how it comes off, you know? Like, you're the maintenance guy at the university. You're all suited yeah. up. And, and the funny thing about that is I got fired from that job. <laughs> oh my god but toss it on the resume anyway yeah yeah i toss it up just don't just don't put the 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 contact for the job that's all but yeah, uh no, exactly but uh bro how about omaha triple a i know you played at omaha triple a um for wilkie can you talk about that experience you probably went from Notre dame straight to omaha i'm guessing uh no so i went from Notre dame and then i went back home and played uh for the california titans and then we were in the NAPHL, and that's where I met Wilkie because Omaha AAA was in that league. And that was the year that Chris uh, Wilkie was on the team, and they were all so sick, and they were all commit like he committed in North Dakota. And I was like, fuck, like kids on my team are barely talking to null teams. So I was like, decided to go there that year, and I loved it. He was definitely one of my favorite coaches. Like, he was tough on us, but definitely helped me get to the next level so absolutely i'd say say the same bro and actually um speaking of like your dad having a sick ep picture your elite prospects picture is legit a close-up from omaha triple a days in like 2012 so you should probably send them a little (laughs) email and be like yo what's up man give me give me yeah i might need to update that or maybe like just have them put your dad's picture on yours like dude it's so (laughs) fucking sick man yeah, but, bro, U16, you get drafted 11th round at, in the USHL to uh, uh, Waterloo, Blackhawks, and uh, you made the team, bro, 11th round pick. That's uh, not really a common thing to make the team in the double-digit rounds. So can you talk about, like, the USHL draft? Like, you know, obviously you made the change to Omaha before, and then uh, – you were right kind of there. That's kind of what's nice about playing for Omaha AAA is that Omaha is legit in the center of the United States Hockey League. Like, all the teams are kind of around there, and they can sniff you out. So, um, yeah, you get taken 11th round and crack the squad. So what's that like for you as a young kid going into the USHL? Yeah, I mean, I, I had a good year at Omaha, and so talking to some USHL teams, and like you said, it's right in the middle of it all. So there were every every team was like at our games like every weekend so uh yeah i got drafted and then there were like two two young guys that they were thinking about taking on the team as me and tyson mcclellan i think he was drafted like the round before me um and both of us we had a pretty good camp i remember and ended up taking us on the roster and we actually had a really good year there they, like our team was sick. I think we set a record for most wins in a row. Uh, we ended up losing in the Clark Cup final at home, which was brutal. But but doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter because next year <laughs> you get traded to the Sioux Falls Stampede. 
probably no definitely by far the sickest place to play in the ushl and you win the clark cup champion dude the clark cup sorry what what did i just say man i might have to edit that but you win the clark cup bro you're a clark cup champion playing for the sioux fall stampede like the sickest organization there is in that league can you just like talk about that whole experience first of all like I, I know you said you had a sick team in Waterloo and whatnot, but can you talk about getting traded from Waterloo to Sioux Falls and then walking into the new rink and just being like, holy fuck? Yeah, it was a pretty wild ride that year. Um, yeah, so I got traded, and the year before, they had the little shitty rink that was right next to Denny. Yeah. So I didn't even really know they had a new rink, but I... The coach sent me the address. I drove up, and I was thought I was at the fucking wrong place. Like, the, you drive up, and you look like you're at a NHL rink. Like, it was insane. Legit. And and you just walk in, and all the all the guys, like, that was probably the coolest group of guys I've played with. Like, we just meshed together so well. Love those guys. And I think that's the reason why we had so much success that year, because, like, we just wanted to die for each other out there, like, Everyone just every single night going so hard and man, I even off the ice like we had a fucking blast. And Sioux Falls is actually a really cool town. Like I didn't really think it would be, but we had so much fun and there's actually like a good amount of money in that city and it's like a lot of new new buildings and stuff going up there. It was a fucking blast. Dude, you know what they say about winning teams. Like, you got to have the balance of the on and off ice. And I think when I look back at that Sioux Falls team, because I actually played a couple games that year. I was up there for, for longer. And, uh, you know, I was, I was there with the boys. And, uh, dude, that was like, even me as a rookie coming in, uh, I mean, I, I, I took shit. I ate it. I loved it. But I was welcomed in, like, so hard. You know what I mean? Like, I was with the boys. We, yeah. were, we were going to froth. Like, you know, as a younger guy, and that's those are, like, great memories for me because it was, like, my first taste of junior hockey. And you hear some stories, and I've seen some stuff of rookies, like, hating their first year, you know? And for me, like, that taste was incredible, dude. Just being with the boys on the ice, like, everybody worked their bag off. But then right after, it's, like... Every, we were always doing something together or, uh, you know, like something was always going on with the boys. And I think that's uh, that's huge for championship teams. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, that, that was the good thing about our team is, like, you get into some locker room and it's kind of clicky, but I feel like everybody on that team loved each other. And whether we were doing something, there was most of the boys were there when we were going frolfing or just like hanging out, watching football at someone's house. Like we just had a blast. Just so you know, that was the first and only time I've ever frothed. For those who don't know, it's like Frisbee golf. <laughs> it's a legit course. Yeah. Like, dude, I never seen it again. It's a legit course of frisbee like a bunch of holes they had different frisbees like a putter frisbee like you and you and switz were pretty sick dude i was horrible i was legit brutal dude yeah we definitely like got into that i don't i don't know why but someone found that golf course cut hill i'll never forget it it was like legit 18 holes like a golf course and there's like par threes par fours it's insane yeah that was bananas dude like 
when you like when we were on our way there, I was like, I thought you guys were joking, and because you guys were trying to explain the game to me, I remember, and I thought it was a joke, or I thought we were going to like a legit golf course and just like trying to throw the frisbee close to it, dude. When we got there, I was in shock, man. Yeah, it was pretty sick. But uh, you end up you you so you win the Clark Cup. And uh, the following year, you come back for one more season in Sioux Falls before uh, hitting Western Michigan University. And uh, you guys have fun there. Like, that looks like a place that's that's fun, right? Oh, Western? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. We had, like, it was kind of the same vibe as Sioux Falls. Like, great group of guys. And the town is pretty, it's not bad, but, like, the campus is so much fun. Like, we would... Like, our coach would want us to stay there during the summers, but, like, all the guys would want it to be there because the summers are so much fun. Like, Michigan's a blast, and it's just, like, awesome. Like, there's, you can drive 10 minutes in any direction. There's a lake and pool parties. It's a blast. It's a good time. Good amount of Omaha AAA guys there with, like, uh, Frankie and uh, Wade Allison was there. I think he signed now, right? Yeah, yeah, we had uh, signed with Philly, and we actually had a good amount of guys sign after this year. We had a shitty ending, shitty ending to the season. They canceled it on us the day before playoffs started, which is brutal, but we had a good squad, and I think we would have went pretty far this year. What was your first, because I know in college hockey um, that you guys get like a couple of months, like one or two months before you even start like practicing, is that right? Uh, or, or like at least playing games that you guys ju- get to kind of just enjoy the school. So like, what was your first taste of college? Like, I mean, like, yeah. Can you just describe it? I mean, I never got to go. Can you, can you tell me what it's like? Yeah. So you, so all the freshmen get there pretty early. Cause you have to do like orientation and all that. But the first couple months you're staying with an upperclassman, whether they have a house or an apartment. Um, so they, you, they kind of like take you under your wing and just that's fucking genius. Hold on, I gotta stop you because yeah. not a lot of like no, I've never heard this from a school. I've had a lot of D one guys on, and usually like you know the freshmen kind of know another freshman and they room with each other type of thing. But that is actually genius. All right, you can you can keep going. Yeah, and so yeah, definitely is. And I kind of lucked out. I got three juniors who are awesome. Uh, and it was kind of like the party house, and so we had a lot of fun, but we'd work out, like, Monday through Friday, and then the weekends were ours, and they kind of, like, took me around. Like, they had a couple buddies who had lake houses, so I got to go with them, and the summers are so much fun. Like, that's, like, something I'll always remember. Bro, did you, were you guys friends with the with the football guys or the basketball guys or anything like that? Um, there was, like, a couple football players that we were friends with, but not really, like, it was kind of weird. We we didn't really get along with, like, the other sports teams. Like, not that we, like, hated each other, but we just never really hung out with them. There's a bit of, like, a competition vibe, maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit, like, because we... So everyone, uh, every other sport at that school is in the MAC, which is, like, not a great conference, but, and we're... In the NCHC. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, and we like kind of, we 
our rink was packed every night and I feel I that students kind of liked us the most so of course. Maybe they were a little jealous. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Well, the hockey guys just walking around with the Letterman jackets. Like, you guys actually have Letterman jackets. Yeah, yeah. So every – if you play – I can't remember how many games it is. It might be like 20. If you play 20 games your freshman year, then the first football game of the sophomore year, you, you go out on the field and they, like, honor each athlete with the Letterman jacket. Pretty cool experience. Wow, that's sick. And the football guys must hate that. Just take some time out of our game before our game to give the hockey guys their Letterman jackets. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That must be nice. But, but bro, and um, let's get into, like, your family, dude, because not only did your dad play in the show, but I legit... Um, I don't know if it was actually in Orlando. I can't remember where, but, uh, I saw your sister on, uh, on like, not like I went to a Nike store and I saw your sister on the window ad, like of the Nike store. Am I making sense right now? Do you, do you can you paint the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I saw that. Right. And I was like. I said that to the person that I was with. I was like, I know, like I played with that guy, with her brother. Like I, I know, and I, I, I don't know why I didn't send you a pic, but uh, I must have been with a cute bird or something. But, uh, but yeah, dude, can you talk about just that? I mean, your sister's a straight up on the Nike wall. Yeah, so uh, she played soccer and track at UCLA. And she could have went pro for soccer, but, like, they don't make a ton of money. So she went in a different direction and started doing, like, a little bit of modeling and stuff like that. And they just loved that, how she was an athlete and she was a national champion. And uh, so all these athletic companies like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, Lululemon, they all love her. And uh, they've been using her for, like, I don't know now. It's probably been, like, seven years or something. Uh, wow. But she's definitely done well with that, yeah, and she's like the number one model at Lululemon, and so she's she's been killing it for sure. And uh, and her and and her now husband, right? I remember like they were dating even back when me and you were playing together for that little cup yeah, of no, coffee. Not yet, not not the husband yet, but yeah, they're they're still together. Wow, man, been a been a minute, dude. But uh, what's it called? He's uh he's a. I remember when me and you were playing there in Sioux Falls. Uh, I'm saying me and you just to give myself the title, but I was there just kind of hanging with the boys. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, he was like coming into the league, and and now he's a sick player, no? Yeah. So Eric Hendricks, uh, he plays for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I was um, waiting for that. I forgot his name. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, he signed a big deal a couple of years ago, and last year he had a huge year. He was uh, made the Pro Bowl and was uh, voted All Pro, so it means like he's the best uh, at his position that year. So he's disgusting, so he's, and it's very like clear yeah, that I don't yeah. watch football. Yeah, no, he's an he's an absolute stud out there, and he's one of the greatest guys I've ever met, like so humble. And usually sometimes you get guys who are sick and just cocky as fuck and assholes, but he's one of the coolest guys I've ever met. And yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I love that, dude. That's always nice when you can sit down and have a conversation with a guy without him thinking, like, what can I use this guy for? But, uh, but bro, um, what's what's up with you? I mean, I know you're living the dream right now, but, uh, you know, you're obviously a hockey player. What are you, what are you looking to do next year? Are you, do you have anything in mind, or is all this COVID stuff kind of slowing the, th- the thought process down? Yeah, the, the COVID shit's definitely fucking me over a little bit right now. Um, I've been talking to a few teams, just just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen next year. Like, I'm hoping to sign an A deal. Um, but, yeah, talking to a couple teams, I'm just kind of letting my agent do his thing and figure it out for me. So How crazy is that, dude, that we actually have no idea, like, what's going to happen and uh, how... Like if there's gonna be a season, like it, it's 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 bananas to me. It's insane. Yeah, it's definitely been a long wait, and it, it sucks. Like at one point, I I didn't even know if I was gonna be playing next year because they didn't know if like the A or the Coast were even gonna have a season. So it was it's definitely scary times, but just gotta keep an open mind and be patient. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm I'm no doctor, but. uh I just wish everything could go back to normal soon, hopefully, so we can all just, like, play hockey again, maybe see some fans, sign some autographs, I don't know. Yeah, seriously. But, uh, bro, so what do you got cooking? I mean, right now you said you're on your way to a condo. Um, I forgot where you said you're going, but probably away from the fires? Uh, no, I, yeah, I'm still in the same place. I just, uh, there's... It's kind of nice here because uh, they got a rink right across the lake, so I go go and skate like three days a week. Uh, I'm just on my way back. Um, I don't really know what I'm going to be up to though because the smoke is so bad right now. I can't really even be outside, so probably just hang out. That's crazy, bro. What's your summer uh, like training been looking like? You've been skating three times a week, and and, and what? That, that's actually crazy, by the way. That you're, I mean, not crazy, um, but like. Not a lot of guys are skating right now because we have no idea what's going on. So, so good on you. You're fucking living the dream at a cottage and, and skate, mixing in some skates. Have you been working out too? Yeah, they actually they have a full gym up here too. So it's, it's been nice. Like I went back to school and I was hoping I could train there this summer, but they didn't even have ice in. Uh, the gym was closed. So I was there for a week and I was like, okay, hey, I got to get out of here. So I, I've been up here the whole time because I actually have a like a full gym I can lift and then I can skate so it's been it's been really nice and definitely lucky because I know a lot of guys don't have the opportunity to do that so yeah it's actually that's another thing that blows my mind is how like some places and cities are like completely open and some places and cities I have buddies that are playing like pro in France right now and they'll send like snaps walking around France and, like, you don't really see a mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, you go you go to other places and, like, I mean, you see on your phone, like, all those things where people walk into a place with no mask and they're getting dummied by people. Absolutely wrecked, ripped into. So, uh, yeah, nobody knows what's going on. But, bro, can you take us back to the glory days um, of the past four seasons and run us through what uh, a game day was like for you? Like, what was your routine on a game day at Western? Uh, yeah, so we would uh, meet at the rink at, like, 9 a.m., something like that. 
Um, we do a little bit of video. Uh, we would always have like mandatory um, morning skates. Uh, so we'd go out there for like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes tops. Um, but it's kind of crazy in college. Like, so we play Friday, Saturday, and there's still classes on Friday. So some guys would have to go to class on a game day. No. Which was just brutal. So, like, I mean, you try to make your schedule, uh, like, build your schedule around that so you don't have those Friday classes. But it was tough. Like, I remember sometimes, like, I just – wouldn't go to my Friday class because I was just so dialed into the game. I didn't think I could do it. Um, but yeah, you know, and then you meet at the meet at the rink at like four or something like that, and games were around like seven, seven thirty, and then do it again on Saturday night, and that's about it. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. Class and then and then game. You know why? Because when I used to go to school. I mean, last season, I played at a university, at Concordia University, and I would go to class. And first of all, for those who haven't been in university yet, like, I've, you know what I mean? I went from, I went to a normal, like, middle school, and then I moved away for hockey. I went to Shattuck for a year, and then it was, like, basically, I don't know, different schools, like, switching schools all the time, whatever kind of thing. Kind of not even going to school, basically. And I get to university and classes are like three hours long or like two hours long. It's, it's like, what? Yeah. Two hours or three hours? I had a class that was three hours. Like I, I would go into that class and I could have all the energy in the world and three cups of coffee. After that class, dude, I am drained. Like more drained yeah. than after a workout, after a skate, after anything. So I can see how like it could be so brutal to go to class on a game day. It, it must be easy to take a nap though after class. Yeah, like it's definitely brutal. I mean, you're you can't even focus when you're in the classroom. You're just like your legs tapping. You're just thinking about the game. It's it's also brutal. cutting. It's also cutting into your your like you know if you if you nap you're like that little routine that you have because like in junior hockey you didn't have to do that. And you had way more games. So now it's like you have less games. So you're always kind of itching to play, I'm assuming. And then, like, you got to go to class on game day. Yeah, it's definitely a bummer. But, yeah, like you said, you you don't play that as many games. So you're just living for the weekend. And those Friday, Saturday nights are definitely the most fun you ever have. Like, especially at our rank, like, we have some of the best – some of the best student sections in college hockey. The Lost and Lunatics are just insane. I seen like some pictures. I seen some pictures. Do they do research oh, and yeah. stuff? Are they one of those student sections that does research? I think there's like a couple guys that will definitely chirp some guys in the box, but they are just ruthless. Uh, they have some really funny chants. So anytime <laughs> there's a number four on the team and he steps on the ice, for the entire shift, the whole student section is yelling, Four's a bitch! Four's a bitch! No so there's way! Four, <laughs> there's a number four who's a freshman. He's like, why the fuck are they chirping me so hard? Like, I didn't do anything. But it's just so every it's number four. It doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter. Every time number four steps on the ice, he's hearing that his entire shift. 
Wow, that's a great thing to have on the podcast for those who are going into college hockey. Like, don't get number four if you're in the NCHC because yeah. that that's pretty brutal. Imagine, imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine. There's no more number fours in the NCHC next year because <laughs> nobody wants to get that. And there's a there's a couple teams who didn't have number four, and if there wasn't, then they just go to number five. Oh, all right. So you're cool. fucked either way. Yeah. Yeah, someone's a bitch on the other team. But uh, what, what did yeah. you what did you graduate like with? Uh, what did you study? Uh, I did uh, marketing. Marketing. So yeah. so what's what's that like? If you were to get into business, that's basically like running their uh, running their like kind of social medias and stuff, getting the name out there. Yeah, and there's. I didn't. I I didn't really like realize what I was getting into because a lot of guys do like sales and stuff like that. And uh, at at Western, like sales is like one of the hardest majors. So I was like, fuck, I don't want to do that. So I did marketing, and I thought it was gonna be like that, like more advertising and stuff like that. But it's a lot of numbers, like a lot of you gotta learn all the accounting side of it, like the income statements, balance sheets, all that shit. So. It was definitely a grind, but got through it. But at least now you know you know more than when you walked in. Like I was thinking marketing, kind of like advertising, kind of like what I said in the beginning. But now that I think about it, to making you learn all the accounting stuff, like that's legit, dude. That's legit. Yeah, it was it was pretty tough, but did you have to take? Did you have to take like some accounting classes or business classes? Like I know how that works, where they make you take like some classes of this and that. Yeah, so, like, to get into the business school, you have to, like, do all these prerequisites, like, you have to learn, like, all these, you have to do, like, a couple of accounting classes, a couple of economic classes, so there's a lot that goes into it, and oh. it's definitely four years worth of work, so... I remember that, dude. I remember I was like, oh, I want to do, I want to do this, and then they were like, oh, if you want to do that, you have to do uh, two math classes. I was like, all right, I don't want to do that. He's like, I want to do that. Yeah. They were like, all right, if you want to do that, you have to do three science classes. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I kept switching until I found a couple things that I thought that I could actually handle. Yeah, it, it's no joke. It's tough. It's a serious grind, but I'll tell you what, prepare you for a future job maybe. But uh, anyway, brother, I'll let you uh, enjoy California. Don't get too much smoke in those lungs from the fires. And uh, thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. These hoes no more Won't let go 
I'm the type to show you that you're too special. Please don't be the type that hate the things I do. And I'll ride for you. And I'll die for you. I'm a side for you. And I'll slide for you. And that's my biggest problem in denial, I am. Denial, I go up and up denial for you. Probably die for you. Fuck around and lie for you. Probably cry for you. Okay, go, go, go. She always be talking like she no, no, no. 